Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. Hi, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. And I clicked with a uh, self, or like a charger brick today. Right, because um, Adam is not drinking. I'm not I drinking. I am. Yeah, so. so, yeah. So how was your <laughs> Valentine's Day? Uh, my Valentine's Day was okay. My ass uh, still hurts. You scheduled elective surgery yeah. on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, the phrase is, my Valentine's wasn't great, my ass still hurts, but it's because I had um, a chunk of it removed, I had some skid tags taken off. Right. Um, but I ended up taking a sick day to, like, drive you to and fro. To and... drive my broken ass around. Right, right, and stuff. But then we ended up getting some Kroger sushi yep. and watching the reboot of High Fidelity. Which plus we, plus, by the we way, we highly recommend highly both recommend of those both things. things. And so, yeah. like, actually, it was it was pretty nice. Yeah, you had some wine. I had some opiates. Right. Um, which is we both felt great. We felt <laughs> love and life. <laughs> um, no, but actually, right now, I'm actually off the opiates. I haven't had any for a mm-hmm. while now. But I am on an antibiotic. That's like, don't take this with wine, or your or don't take with alcohol, or your liver may explode. May like, explode, and you're like, fine. Oh, okay, fine. Right. Tell me how I'm gonna live my life. So I'm teetotaling for like a week it's right. gonna be fine it, it'll be it'll fine happen. like honestly i quit alcohol we... <laughs> like for a week <laughs> not once a quarter maybe yeah, um you know yeah it's not it's not a big deal it's usually like we, i'm going to boy scout drink, camp we well we drink on this podcast a lot but <laughs> in real life we only drink a moderate amount but yeah. yeah no it's yeah if you if you use this podcast as a data set it's pretty <laughs> a lot but you guys need help but no if in our real lives it's not that bad so yeah so i am i cut that out for a couple of days a couple well about a week here yeah. until my antibiotics course runs through and then i will be back to my normal luscious self for, i think next sunday is when i get to drink again so like i i've already called dibs on drunk parent <laughs> on, yeah, no, for I next week's podcast anymore. but that's fine but now it was okay we just kind of had a yeah. chill weekend because i couldn't do much Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, we had some more science fair shenanigans. I yeah, and more science fair shenanigans. And more Lisa disappearing. I did not disappear. Not this time. I drove one kid to science fair. I came back, mm-hmm. um, and I cleaned out our daughter's bedroom. Yep. Which is a clown car of just junk toys and kids art. Yep. Like it doesn't matter how much you take out of the room. There's still two more trash bags. There's still two more trash bags in the room. Yeah. And every drawer contained, like, two socks that didn't match and a pair of scissors and some fluff from some, like, murdered toy somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know where she got this fluff from. I think it came from a pillow. <laughs> Something. There was a lot of fluff and there was some in every drawer. <laughs> well, and she was making stuffed animals with cloth scraps. With, like, socks and, cro- mm. like, yeah. Her octopus is my favorite, I have to say. Yeah, octopus is great. He's great. He's all these mismatched socks that have been stuffed and then mm-hmm. tied together and st- stuffed the top knot of it inside another sock. So there's eight socks and yeah, it's a not sock. bad. And it's I'm not like, a bad look. It's not a bad look and a great pun. I'm here mm-hmm. for it, but 
Yeah, it was it was a lot. We went to a game night where some folks mentioned that they listened to our podcast and that we had called them out for correcting us on some, the you know correcting. They had some, called us out they, for correcting. We called them out for calling us out. Oh, okay, yes. And then they it's called so us out up. at the game <laughs> night. So now I'm calling them out again. Right. That. So friends, if you're listening, thank you. Thank you, and also now it's getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> but that was fun um and then you know we're just kind of kind of floating through this is actually a monday night last night got a little weird and so we i well the problem was last night i was on the like the pills mm-hmm. and couldn't really funk like it was not a good look mm-hmm. and but like tonight like i was on the the opiate pills those mm-hmm. were the messy painkillers. the painkillers so i couldn't drink and just really wanted to go to bed so mm-hmm. We just called it, and I yeah, was like, and "Oh, I was we'll try busy, it." Like making lasagna and doing the stuff doing that has dishes. to get done, even though her husband's a junkie. Like, yeah, right. So that's fun. I did get just succulents for you did, and they were adorable. Yeah. So I was like, "I succulents are cool. Like, I would like a succulent." And Adam bought me like ten tiny little succulents in their own little uh, individual, cute individual pots. I brought one. They're like work. mug sized. Yeah, they're like. Yeah, small mug. Mm-hmm. So, um, I brought one to work. I was like, I don't really know what I'm going to do with the other nine, but... Uh... Mm-hmm. So my original plan was um, they were supposed to be delivered mm-hmm. middle to the end of the week. So, like, by Thursday, they're supposed to be here. Lisa right. had a ladies' night thing on Thursday she was going to go do. I was going to go downstairs and repaint the pl- succulents. And then, but apparently like... they needed a signature, so I didn't get them... Thursday, I got them Friday. Right, they couldn't leave them on the porch because they'd freeze. Right, so my plan was that I was going to plant them all on Thursday and distribute one to Mm -hmm. each of our children, like have them wake up and see a bunch, and then kind of hide some around like in our bathroom or somewhere. That would be cute. So that when Lisa got home, she would find them. And uh, I'll just pretend you did that. Yeah. You still have time. You still can do that. Yeah, well, and, and I may, but like it was just, it didn't work out, so... Whatever. Here we are. Um, but I'm a good gift giver, I guess. So Yeah. It was funny. Our youngest, he, he was like, they're so cute. And I was like, yeah, they are cute. I like them a lot. And they're like, he knows you so well. <laughs> I try. And I, I pay attention. Like, I mean, we do know each other pretty well. It's We've met. Yeah. We've been introduced. But anyway. So, um... Tonight, we're going to review the movie we watched last night, although I didn't actually watch it last night because my kids Have were like, hey, you want to play? Have you seen this movie before? I had seen it before, but tried to tone out large parts Oof. of it. It is um, the 2017, although I will say 2018, mm-hmm. version of Woody the Woodpecker. Woody the Woodpecker. From whatever the fuck studio keeps inserting <laughs> computer-generated animation into live action with B-list stars. Right. And it was rough. Okay, was Woody the Woodpecker a Looney Tune? No, uh, no. He was, he had his own kind of show uh-huh. that had, like, um, the Penguin. Remember the Penguin? I remember, and like, I like, remember all of, like, not all, but I remember a lot of the Woody Woodpecker world. I just didn't remember if he was, like, part of the Looney Tune writ large. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I think he was, yeah, he was kind of his own knockoff show i think rocky and bullwinkle may have been a part of that somehow i don't know i don't know like but it was before everything was like one big conglomerate yeah like it's all i'm sure owned by disney somehow mm-hmm. and but actually this is made by universal but anyway but yeah he it's you know woody was never in my book a strong 
like character. He wasn't the one I would go to. Certainly not a character you could base an entire 90-minute feature-length film around. However, I'm not Brazilian. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so apparently, and this is God's honest truth, um, from every article I read, Woody the Woodpecker is huge in Brazil. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason. It's because it was free. Yeah, I guess. Like, because of how the rights went, like, Woody the Woodpecker was like, it's a wonderful life. Where they could just show it nonstop. Where they non could just show it nonstop. Like, every kid grew free. up on it. It's like, And so every kid, yeah. It's like Brazil's um, Hello Kitty, almost. Right. Like, it's just overwhelmingly pos popular down there. <laughs> and so this movie... Um, First off, that explains some of the casting. So I mean, she's super hot. She's super famous <laughs> in Brazil. And, right. So, um, back up. Um, the cast has uh, Tim Timothy Omnison. Um, um, I don't know how to I say his last name. I can't say his last name. It's just not happening. Who uh, is a fantastic actor. Oh, he is a great actor. Uh, he was in Psych. He was King Arthur Is this his Arthur last Galahad. feature film? That makes me so it sad. It is, unfortunately, <laughs> the last thing he did before the stroke. Right. Because like, he, he had a stroke in 2017. He had a stroke in 2017. He is still with us. He is working hard on a comeback. Right. He's going to be in the next Psych movie, Lassie nice. Call Home. It's called Lassie Come Home. Which is... Did he have a stroke in the psych uh, universe, too? Yes. Yes, okay. they just wrote that in. Yeah, they're um, like, yeah, and stroke. And so, like, every couple of years, they do a psych movie, and he gets a part so that he keeps his SAG card rolling, and um, he gets, you know, the insurance or whatever, which I'm sure is fantastic. Not really, but... I mean, it's better than no insurance. And he definitely needs it. So, he's um, he's out there, and the psych crew, you know, they're good good folks, so they, they're looking out for him. But anyway... So he's in this. He's got a beard. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. He's an evil corporate lawyer. Yes. Who is apparently too evil for corporate lawdom. <laughs> because he says some stuff on camera about how, like, saving the environment is worthless. Is like, yeah, and stupid. stupid. And Big Oil's the one that we should be really thankful for and all this. Which is, you know, like, just saying, saying the quiet part out loud is what he did. Right, right. And um, he gets sacked. It's like his, a bridge. It's a bridge too far. Yeah, he he basically goes a bridge too far. And since when have lawyers ever been like corporate lawyers ever been concerned about bad publicity? Right, exactly. He he's the guy that's defending big oil in this lawsuit. He's the face of the case. Like he right. is and already he, and he scum. Win, and he wins the case. Yeah, he wins and the case. And this is his like uh, victory speech. And he's like, yeah, fuck bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. And. And I'm like, if you're an environmentalist, you already hated this guy. If you're not an environmentalist, you don't care about this guy. Like, I don't know why they have to make the move they make, but they fire him. Right. And so he goes home to his super hot Brazilian Super fiance. hot Brazilian girlfriend, yes. Fiance at this point, I think. Oh, okay, yeah, I don't they're know. They're still, and he's like, it's cool. I got, like, money in the bank. I'm rich, bitch. Like, they can fire me. She's like, we should sue them. He's like, they're the best Law firm in right. Seattle. I'm not going to sue them. Whatever. I'm not suing them because we have to establish we're in Seattle. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, as he he's like, I got I got this plan. My dad, my grandfather left me this land out in Pine Pine Ridge, Ridge Pine, Pine Forest or Derby. something like something Pine Ridge, I think. 
Pine Ridge Forest or something, which mm-hmm. is not a real place. I looked it up. Right, right. Yeah, but it's like in Washington, it's essentially Canada. Yeah, it's on it's the, the Canadian Canada, border. It's the Canadian part of Washington. Which is convenient because then they could film the entire thing in Vancouver and call it a day. Right. Also, so many people in this movie are Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're going to go out to, um, to the site and build a house there mm-hmm. because he feels like it's he needs investment. to be on. It's, it's going to be an investment, investment property. property. Right. He's going to build the house, and he's going to flip it and sell it. Right. That's not what flipping is, first off. Like, flipping is buying a crap, like, there's an old hunting lodge there. We're going to turn it into a rustic cabin, Pinterest the shit out of it, and then sell it. Right. We're not necessarily going to, like... They're building a house. They're building a house. But they're building an investment property. Yeah. So, from the ground up, they're going to do that. He rents an RV to take out there. Mm -hmm. And at this point, his ex-wife dumps his kid on him and was like, look... My dad is dying and in the hospital, and I need to go deal with that bullshit. And, like, you can also spend some fucking time with your son. Like, he's out of school, like, for the summer. Yeah. He's, he's yours. You, you get you get to, you know, like, man up and be a dad here. Right. Come on. And like, you weren't a dad the whole time we were married. <laughs> like, so. He's like, all you, right. You get to be a dad now. All right. Well, fine. I'm heading out to the woods. You can come with me. Whatever. Mm-hmm. What? How hard can kids be to keep alive, right? Right. Right. It's not a big deal. So he and his fiance and his son get in the RV and drive out mm-hmm. to, to, to the, the woods in the middle the of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere. And he's like, oh, look at this place. It's going to be great. I'm going to build the house here. This is it. And his son's like, that's awesome. And he's like, yeah, I know, right? And he's like, no, I get five bars out here. It's great. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, five, great, five bars. Um, and so. That's actually pretty fucking amazing yeah. to be in the middle of the woods and have five bars. Yeah. <laughs> like... Back up. We forgot the first scene, because the first scene oh, introduces Woody. The first scene introduces actually. Woody. Um, there's these two idiot hunters going through the woods looking... They're poachers. Poachers. Fair They're enough. not hunters. They don't have licenses. They don't follow the rules. They're trespassing. They're, They're trespassing. hunting endangered species. They're hunting endangered species. Like, They're poachers. They're, They're bad po- guys. They're poachers. They're the bad guys of the story, I they guess. They are. And uh, so, is, so is Timothy Ormondson, so whatever. Well, he's a dynamic character. Um... But he, uh, but they're hunting Woody, who just embarrasses them. Can move like Sonic the Hedgehog. Right, right. He is he's, like he's. I want to say he's like a fucking cartoon, but he is literally a fucking cartoon. A fucking cartoon. And so, so he's like Zubin from Tree to Tree, and he, uh, you know, is confusing them, and they end up like tranking each other. Right. And he's like, ha ha, this is so funny. And he leaves the two poachers in the woods tranquilized, which I think. There should be a bear involved in this story at this point. And scene, we're done here, right? right? And the bear just wanders around. And just But it's them. like an annoying black bear who just, like, licks their faces and then moves on. Probably. Because <laughs> like... this is a cartoon. No one dies. They just get big boo-boos. Do they even have grizzly bears in Washington? Oh, yes. I know they have them in, like, yeah. Montana. Yeah, well, but Washington's, like, next door. Is so... it next door to Montana? I, well, I mean, know. there's Idaho in the middle, but it hardly counts. <laughs> it's, like, the skinny part of Idaho, so... <laughs> Bears can go through there. Yeah, you know, you could do it in a weekend. Right. Um, but he, uh, but these poachers are trying, and those are kind of introduced as the bad guys. Right. So, and the reason I bring that up is because right after they kind of establish where the house is going to be and what the the plot of the movie is, uh-huh. uh, the, the forest ranger shows the up. forest ranger lady, to, Samantha. Samantha shows up, Samantha, Bar- Samantha Bartlett. Right. Which is great. And she shows up and like, all right, so this is your grandpa's property. You look just like him. Oh, you knew my grandpa. Yeah, he taught me how to fish right out here. So she's got 
establishing right. personal connection to the land. Right. Also, like, how did she know his grandpa? Like, just because she was in the land and he was in the land too. Like, where was he living? There's no like land on the land. Yeah, there's no... There's no house. There's no house or anything. There's, like, right. a campsite. He would just go out and out camp, there. I guess. I guess. And also, the property that... That butts, like, on three sides. Sides, yeah, is... A uh, uh, state park. A right, and then there's, and then there's like, river or lake or something. They're very vague on the nature of the park. It's just a park. <laughs> just park, yeah. I'm it's... like, it might be a city park. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, it's protected land on three sides. It's got a playground. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's protected land on three sides. He's like, oh, yeah, that's fine. That's okay. I won't I won't worry. But we're going to cut all these trees down, and we're going to make a big house. And she's like, like a big, crazy house. I don't, it's blue. Like, yeah. it is bright blue. And she's like, I don't know. Soup, soup's modern. Yeah. She's like, I don't know if this is a great house for the place. I mean, it seems like it would be better to make a smaller house, more modest, in tune with the surrounding and the old growth trees. That oh, yeah, would be great. Yeah, then we could save all the trees. And he's like, fuck it. He's Let's like, cut all these trees down and turn them into furniture. Well, he's like, well, I'm pretty sure this is my land, so I can do whatever the fuck I want. Right. So, goodbye. Yeah, thanks for your opinion. And so she, she is told to leave and does so. Right. And... So, let me see. Is this when Woody with the Woodpecker shows up? Yeah, this yes. is where the, the, the son. So the son, like, you know, the dad is like, hey, stop playing on your screen and go take a walk with, like, nature and fuck. And plus, you're getting on my nerves. <laughs> right. And he's like, you're getting on my nerves. Yep. Uh, and so he takes a walk in the woods and he finds Woody. And he finds, like, a little picnic grove with, like, tables and trash cans and, like, stuff. Right. Which I guess is part of the city park. but uh-huh. um, A part of the park. Yeah. And he sits down and he's, like, drumming on the table, listening to music through his headphones. Mm-hmm. And Woody starts, like, drumming with him. And he's like, wow, this is a pretty cool bird. And so they're, like, having a little drum off. Right, right. And Woody's on the trash can. He's on the table. And, like, they're having fun. And then Woody sees that he's got... Like peanut butter snacks. Peanut butter crackers. And he's like, I want me some of them. And like does tricks and gets the crackers. And he's like, right. oh, cool. Right. And he's like, cool. I have like pet woodpecker. Mm-hmm. Can you think of a more obnoxious pet? No. <laughs> yep. And so it's, it. first off, they're super obnoxious. Just a woodpecker in general would just mm-hmm. be super obnoxious. But then this is Woody, who is like a woodpecker on speed. Right, right. Who also has the munchies constantly. Right, and can talk in like a super annoying voice. I don't know that they can hear him talk. They can't. They can't hear him talk. They very much established that like he talks, but no one can hear him. (laughs) Yeah, it's a weird conceit, but whatever. And so he follows Tommy back. Woody follows Tommy, the kid, back to, to the campsite. To the campsite. And uh, and Lance, Tim, the dad, uh-huh. he's made, like, this huge spread, all this food. For his uh, fiance. For his fiance. Like, look, it can still be fancy. And, you know, and Tommy's there, too, I guess. Right. But there's a little distraction, and then Woody eats all the food. And also, like, makes a mess. Yeah. Not just, like, eats the food, but, like, flips stuff over and, like. And at the speed of light, too. Like, yeah, just, so like, fast. Blink, and it's gone. And so Ormondson, or, uh, you know, Lance is uh-huh. super pissed about that. Right. And rightfully so. And wants to get rid of this bird. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, there he's trying to shoot away. He met smacks his wife or his fiance in the face at one point, which really pisses her like off. Like trying to get the bird away. And then he's like, All right, fine. And so he tries to figure out how to get rid of this bird by uh-huh. he goes to see Samantha. Right. And be like, right. How do I get rid of this fucking the, bird? Yeah, this bird is in my space. Up in my space. And you know, how do we how do we get rid of it? Actually, is that no? It's right after there's a construction scene. We meet the construction foreman. Okay, yeah. So yeah. then the construction foreman next morning. Next morning, so the uh, hot Brazilian fiance mm-hmm. is in charge of decorating the house. Yep. And she has like all of her like swatches. And, and very she's expensive like, tastes. I have I have plans, you know, like I want the most expensive thing because I want the, the best. most expensive thing because it's the best. She's also wearing like shorts. And a blazer. It's a look. <laughs> and like super high heels outside. Super high heels in the woods outside. Like she's gorgeous. Like oh, anything yeah. she wears, like she looks great, but also like not good no, for the environment. Not good for like, where not she's at. For the habitat <laughs> she's she, in. She's mismatched with right. her, her current environs. Yes. And so she's giving orders. Also, like everybody comes out, like the construction foreman mm-hmm. before they're really starting, and like you know they're pouring foundations. That's like a three-man job. Like, you, somebody yeah. for, shore there's up. There's like 15 people there and a bunch of equipment. Like, all kinds of equipment. Like, back. there's like at least three backhoes. Mm-hmm. There's a pumper truck, which is totally unnecessary. Right. Because, you know, it's it's a slab. You just... <laughs> I mean, I you, don't know. <laughs> well, like, you would use a pumper truck if you were doing something high up. Mm-hmm. Or if it was really far away. But it's just a slab. Like, you right. could you drive could and use the chute to get everywhere in this slab. It's... It's a pup pet peeve thing that my particular upbringing has raised right. me with. <laughs> but it's like when people pipe pet wrong. Yeah, exactly. Movies. I'm like, what are you doing? The chemist comes out mad, or when like it's true. My thing is when you see people playing stringed instruments and they're obviously faking it. I'm like, you can rent a string quartet for next to nothing. What if it's the main person who has to play the stringed one? That's when you just show their hands? That's when you just show their hands or if you're uh, Ellen Page you just get a 16 year old girl to be your body double. Right. I mean, you know. It tracks. Um, but it was fine. They, uh, so they're pumping and swatching and everybody's there and Woody shows up and is like, oh, can't be having this shit. Right. Right. They're all up in my biz. So he starts just crapping all over. Wreaking havoc. Wreaking havoc. So, first off, he poops on everything. Right. He gets things to, like, throw rocks through windows and stuff. And then, eventually, he... Does he set up, like, trebuchets? Like, how... Well, he just, like, uses the equipment to do things and get stuff to break. And then he ends up stealing the control panel for the pumper truck, Mm -hmm. the cement pumper truck. And as, as Lance and the fiancé are getting ready to leave, he, like, puts it over and dumps... Uh, concrete through the conveniently open open skylight of this truck or right. this SUV thing they're in, and f- apparently this thing has amazing flow because it is <laughs> packed to the window sills in a matter of seconds. <laughs> Which again, not how pumper trucks work. Uh, I, yeah, yeah. Like it's not just like instant concrete block. Like mm-hmm. that's not how that works. So they open the door and they. You know, somebody runs up real quick, the foreman opens the door, and the two of them fall out of the passenger door, which, again, how did he get to the passenger seat? Where were they? They were in the front seats. Like, there's a center console. Okay. So, there's this slurry of concrete. Like, I don't understand how he fell out 
from the driver's seat. He just seat like was climbing the, across her, like, bitch, get out of the way. Maybe. But he has a door on his side. I know he has a door on his side. <laughs> then they both could have probably opened the doors on their side. But it's more dramatic if somebody opens it from the outside and they both fall and out. And then they both fall out. Or they're yeah. stunt or they're people just like, fall I out, mean, I guess. Uh, uh, maybe they're just stunned. Like, the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah, like, they're just, and so she freaks out and has to go change and that's okay. I mean, I would also go change. I don't feel like this is like a diva move. No. Like, if you are fucking covered in concrete, which also, like, burns. Like, concrete yeah. fucking burns. Like, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's a caustic chemical. Yeah. It's so, not like, good. It gets hot not, when it cures. It's not like, like, oh, I you broke... gotta get that out for you. Yeah, it's not like, oh, I broke a nail. Like, this is not a diva move. Like, she fucking does need to change. This yeah, is, she really does. This is uh, chemical hygiene. Meanwhile, somehow their son had gotten down to, or not their son, but Lance's son. Tommy. Had, Tommy had gotten down to the village. Yeah, somehow, like, got a ride into town or just walked to town. I don't know. Town seems very far away. And also very conveniently closed. And very conveniently closed. Just like Canada will later. We'll get there. Right, right. So, um, he walks to town. He, before all this happened, he was like, whatever, I'm just going to take a walk into town. Mm-hmm. And so he's, like, exploring town. He finds a music shop. Is it, like, a pawn shop? I don't know if it's, like, a pawn shop or a music shop, but they have a guitar. Mm-hmm. And he start, he picks it up and is tuning it, and this girl's like, you going to play that thing? You're just going to tune it to death. And he's like... I mean, I, mean, I could play if I wanted to. <laughs> and so there's, she's like, yeah. This... There's, like, so much, like, preteen, like... Uh, posturing and angst and stuff and she's like i'm the coolest person in this town he's like oh i can play guitar and then he like plays and he's actually really good yeah which hey kudos and that's you know that's cool she's She's like like, you're pretty good you want to be in a band like i'm starting a band it's me and this guy lyle who plays the drums we need a guitarist we could could use a guitarist if you're here for the summer she's like yeah he's like yeah i got nothing else to do she's like you can borrow the guitar it's you know you know, you can borrow the guitar for the summer if you promise to be in our band. And he's like, mm-hmm. deal. Right. So he walks... At no point does the owner of the store come in. No. Like, it's just her in yeah. this pawn shop. Some, like, 15-year-old like, girl running right, the show. Right, She's not like, Small oh, it's my dad or uncle shop. Like, and he'll she be okay with it. She does mention it. I think it's her dad's like, shop, but... Right, yeah. but like, is, at no point does he is he around mm-hmm. to be like, oh, new friends that you're loaning my merchandise to. Yep. Cool. <laughs> and so he's walking out with the guitar, and he gets accosted by the town bullies. Who yes. Are just. I awful. don't remember their names. Mm, They're not important. Not important. No, bully one and bully two. I right. think he's probably credited. And Woody shows up. Right. Because he apparently followed him. Because why not? Because he has sure. snacks. Yep, there's a there's the potential snack there, so he's gonna follow. Right, him. he knows where his bread is buttered. And he defeat Woody defeats the bullies. Yes. By shredding their clothing. Yes. Down to their boxers. Uh huh. And then they run away embarrassed, and I'm like, this is weird. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. not how I want to deal with children's bullies. <laughs> like preteen bullies or teenage, I guess, low yeah. teen bullies. No, yeah. that's not how, or any teen bullies really. That's mm-hmm. not. Actually, even most grown-up bullies, that's just not no, how I want just, no, I mean, to see that no. resolve. This is not a tit-for-tat situation. <laughs> no, but they do run off, and he's like, oh, that's cool. All right. And so mm-hmm. he goes back to the campsite right. with the guitar and his bird. Uh-huh. And He's like, I have a bird and a guitar. Yay. And so, um, and they're still working on, the. you know, there's like a montage here mm-hmm. where, like, Tommy goes into town and practices guitar. Right. Um, Lance and the fiance are working on the house with the foreman, and mm-hmm. Woody is doing pranks to right. to stop it. To stop it. 
and so like he does he does cute things like um drilling holes through all of the the, the, the drywood plant yeah. paneling like or, or the uh what's it called plywood paneling mm-hmm. he drills holes through all of them he like knocks out light fixtures he does all this like shenanigans and then he goes into the rv and turns the gas on for the stove Do you remember this Mm-mm. he turns the gas on for the stove without lighting it wait wasn't the rv already full of concrete no no that was the that was the truck they had like an suv oh, that he okay. pulled with concrete i don't know how they're getting around now but anyway so he he fills the gas he fills this thing with gas mm-hmm. while the fiance is in it who then walks out and like flips a light switch and the thing explodes and i'm like you just went from prank war to attempted murder. Right, like, right. This, this is has, no this longer quickly. cute. This is, a, this is a fucking big deal. You need to not do this kind of shit. Like, that's not okay. That is not okay. No wonder you're a goddamn endangered species. And, like, the fiancé just, like, wanders out with, like, scorched hair and stuff. Mm-hmm. And is like, I'm done. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. I give up. We're yeah. done. yeah. And you and me are over, and me and the situation are over. Which, honestly, good call. Like, yeah, you I, would get also, out of there. I would also leave the situation. You should leave the situation, and if the the guy is trying to, like, gaslight you into staying, mm-hmm. leave the guy as well. Like, right. both of these are okay in my book. And she Agree. does. And so this is where uh, Lance is like, oh, I'm going to figure this out. So he goes to figure out how he's going to get rid of this bird this right because he, he knows it's to... the bird he knows it's the bird the whole time yeah he talks to, to, to samantha the park ranger and is like mm-hmm. this is what the bird looks like she's like no it doesn't that bird's been extinct for 100 years there's none of those around like, right he's like i swear to you there is one and it's also it's and worth it's noting fucking annoying that they keep trying to find this bird like the poachers try to look him up at one point they look him up in the book that samantha has at one point and when they do they like flip through the pages and you see like Audubon bird photo, Audubon bird photo, Audubon bird photo, but instead of like a roadrunner with a with the the Woody the woodpecker woodrunner mm-hmm. woodpecker with the Woody the woodpecker paint job, mm-hmm. it's just a cartoon of it's Woody just the a woodpecker. Cartoon. Like that's what he looks like. That's what he looks like, and then more Audubon bird pictures, and you're right. like, one no- thing is not like the other. Like, like you just have a cartoon creature, a cartoon bird. Running around. I mean, I don't know. I've never normal? been to Washington. Maybe all a lot of their birds are cartoony. Or like maybe their bears are like Yogi every so often. One hundred percent with like, the picnic baskets. Like that's just normal. That's just. By the way, I think the same <laughs> studio did the Yogi Bear movie. Okay. And Sonic. And Hop. It's a thing they do. I mean, real real peak entertainment guys. Anyway. So they do all this stuff, and they figure it out. And he's like, all right, I got to figure out how to get rid of this bird. Mm-hmm. He goes and finds the poachers, who are putting themselves up no, as exterminators. he doesn't find the poachers until Woody accidentally burns down his house. Oh, yeah. So. Well, he, no, he finds them at first to try to get rid of it, and they fail miserably. Mm-hmm. And he tells them to get off his property. And then Woody, like, he kind of makes a peace truce with Woody after... Vanessa right. gets run off. Yeah. And he's having a good time with his son, and they're connecting and having Right, they're, that... like, bonding over, like, music and girl problems. <laughs> yeah. And all that stuff. And so they're having a good time, 
And Woody's kind of like, I like this kid. I can't drive off the dad. Because mm-hmm. I drive off the dad, I lose the kid. And, and the kid is my snacks. meal ticket. Yes. So you got to be careful there. And and so he's starting to kind of mellow a bit. They're bo- yeah, they're both kind of warming up to each other. And this is where they go to the Firefly Festival. Right. Okay. So even though they've been practicing forever, the um, drummer, yeah. Lyle, yeah. Uh, enters the hot dog eating contest. Yeah. Just- eats... Fucking a million hot dogs, and then it's like, oh god, I'm gonna throw up. I can't, I can't go. I can't, I can't go, go on. on. I can't play. And they're like, we can't play without a drummer. We're three fucking people. Like, <laughs> yeah. And they're gonna do what I like about you, which famously has an important drum part. <laughs> da, da, da. Right. And they're like, what are we gonna do? And Woody just like gets behind the drums and is like, yeah, he plays the drums plays for him, playing the drums, and they play for him. I have to say this. One thing I did appreciate about this movie is that the kids that perform Mm -hmm. are not like child prodigies. They sound very much like a high school trio would be. Like kids who spent a whole summer practicing. Yeah. And like the crowd is like very receptive and is into it and is like being supportive. You can tell they're not like blown away. Right, right. Like, oh my gosh, these are the next big things. They're just like, no, that was was great. Good job. Good job. Keep pursuing your dreams. Like... Good for them. Yay. And I was like, I, I appreciate that because that is the, the trope. Like, yeah, it was like achievable, uh, achievable yeah, levels of, levels of, of yeah. musical talent. Because like their voices break and they're a little off rhythm and like, you know, the the bass part is a little sloppy and, you know, it's it's okay. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty fine. good. It's pretty good for, for way better than I could do. Yeah. But. And Woody um, has a great time in this and... Um, and Lance finds out that Woody was the drummer. And he's like, really? That bird did that? And the bird shows up. Mm-hmm. Woody shows up. And Samantha's there and is like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. This is the extinct such and such bird. No one's seen one of these in a hundred years. He's like, what are you talking about? I told you I saw one like, this right. is him. I told yeah. you. Like, he seems to have like pair bonded to you. Like, yeah. he's like, might have imprinted on you. Like, <laughs> like he's this very, might be a problem. He's, he's very close. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, yeah. And Woody's like, yeah, I like these guys. I want them to stay. And so as a moment of like, thank you. Right. Woody flies off to the house mm-hmm. and into an open window. Well, and also like they decide uh, that they're going to live at the house and not sell it. Like, right. It'll be, a, it'll be a home yeah. for us and we'll be here forever. Like this will be our new home. This is, we're going to hang out here. I think it's, we like it here. I think it's a good place to make a new start kind right. of thing. And so Woody's like, yay, friends. And he flies off to the new home, goes in an open window, and doesn't, like, real quick bass relief engraving. Right. He proceeds to carve a mural. Yeah. Into, into the, the plywood. Yeah, yeah, the wood paneling, paneling over the fireplace of the sun and Lance and himself. Right. In, like, a really kind of maternal, heroic, or paternal, heroic <laughs> Like, pose. Right. Only, like, they all have dead eyes. Like, I'm just going to call it right now. <laughs> They're like fucking Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, and he's like, oh, I forgot to sign it. And he goes to sign it, but he hits the wall sconce fixture next to it, mm-hmm. which sparks and just starts a massive fire. Huge fire. Like, this amount of fire should not have come from a woodpecker pecking Enough. a wire. Yeah. Like... This thing was, like, wired to explode. Because, first off, that... I think maybe he pissed off his foreman. <laughs> oh, he definitely was. And the foreman was like, fuck this guy. Those Nothing bit. is up because to Because, first off, that when that sparked, the first spark should have just shorted the whole 
circuit, and it should have just fired out. Second off, why were there exposed wires coming out of a wall sconce that was electrified? Like, that circuit should have been off. The windows didn't exist. There should not, the circuits should not have been on. There was no lockout tag out. There was no good process here. Um, There were apparently oil-soaked rags right next to the fireplace, which... Right. Interpret as you will, Mr. Insurance Inspector, but shady. Yes. And so the whole thing goes up like it's made out of kids' pajamas. Right. And it's awful. (laughs) And Woody's freaking out trying to blow it out, and he's just annoyed that, Mm -hmm. you know, he's panicking. And Mm -hmm. then when Lions and Tommy come back up, they're like... It's on fire. It's on fire. And they see Woody fly out of it. Yeah. And it's too late. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, at the end, the uh, inspector comes up, and he's got this, like, he's got the electrical sconce box, and he's like, well, here's your problem. This is where the fire started. I'm like, you can't tell. <laughs> it was like a fucking inferno. Yeah, like, that thing should have fused that to, to liquid metal. It's like, right. well, here's your problem. You see, somebody tampered with his box. It was probably some sort of critter, a squirrel or a chipmunk, maybe a bird. Mm-hmm. You know, like a woodpecker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, probably a woodpecker. You know, angry face. And angry face. And this is when he, then he goes to the the guys the that had failed to catch Woody before and is like, listen, money is no object. Get this fucker. This is where he is. Like, like he also like was like, this is where he is. This is his tree. Like, mm-hmm. I know where he lives. Take him out. You know, no excuses. And so they come armed to bear and finally capture Woody. Mm-hmm. And they put got, him up on the open market. And they take them. Because they got high bidders. Because there's apparently an eBay for exotic birds. 100% an evil eBay. Did you ever hear that story about the guy in England who robbed a museum? Yes. The British Museum Uh of a bunch of bird samples that were collected by a contemporary of Charles Darwin. Uh Uh-huh. And he was going to sell them to fly fishermen in order to finance his purchase of a golden flute. I I did hear all of this. This is an actual story that happened in like 2008. Yeah, that did not happen in 1816. No. (laughs) Because England. When when you thought it would happen. (laughs) Because England, this happened like 10 years ago. But yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyway, but... They're going to sell them, I guess, to people who want to make five fishermen. Or just people who collect, collect exotic, exotic birds. birds. So here's the other weird part about this particular eBay is that it's all done through video chat. Yes, you can see everyone's faces. Yeah, very clearly well lit. And they are a broad swath of demographics and ethnicities. Yeah, of uh, super stereotypical. <laughs> yeah. Like... Which is also somewhat problematic because oh, every so... other person in this, except for the fire chief, I think, has just been the pastiest Canadians or that one Brazilian girl. Right. And then all of the people who are, like, bidding on this thing are, like, like yes. not. not. And you're just like, oh, mm, they all have I accents, feel bad. And you're like, oh, this is rough. Anyway, so they're all bidding on the bird. Meanwhile. On Evil eBay. On Evil eBay. Meanwhile, the kids... Have fig- the band? Yes. I figured out that the bird's been kidnapped and want to go rescue him. And they're like, "I'm sure he said the poachers. This is where his. This is where the poachers' cabin is. Let's go." Yep. And so he runs up there to to do it. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, uh, Lance is kind of sorting through the wreckage of his dreams mm-hmm. and finds the mural, which somehow survived. Somehow didn't burn miraculously because it was covered with love. I guess. And- Maybe like, woodpecker spit? Like, I don't know. It's the Harry Potter. It was, yeah. it was Maybe scarred. the woodpecker, like, rubbed his oils on it and... I don't know. Like, Our woodpecker, 
Are right. woodpecker oils flammable is not right. something I'm going to Google. Right. Especially like, like, not with a space like, between wood and pecker. Like, That's, a, like a duck back? Yeah, maybe. But he um he finds this thing and he's like, oh, he wasn't trying to burn the place down. He was just really incompetent at trying to do something good. Right. And that's infinitely an better. <laughs> and he's like, all right, well, I have to save the bird. So he goes and finds Samantha and he's like, where were the poach? Where were these, these exterminators? Like, where would they go to release him? She's like, what exterminators? He's like, these guys. He's like, those aren't exterminators. Those are poachers. I've been after them for years. And she's like, I know where their house is. You know, and or their barn is. And she goes up to the barn and is able to be like, okay, we need to break in and, and do it. Me, meanwhile, before, yeah. the kids are like, you have to stop. Uh, whatever you're going to get for him on this evil eBay, my dad will pay double. And he was like, son, your dad is the one who hired me. And he was like, <gasps> my dad betrayed me. And then they lock the children in a, in bear a cage. literal fucking cage so here's another thing so they lock the three kids in one cage a single cage okay put a pin in that because what happens next is um lance gets the park ranger they go up to confront them they tip off the sheriff first right they go up to confront them and get captured right and lance and the the ranger get put in separate cages right so these guys had three cages at least. At least three cages. At least three bear cages. And when you get three kids, your first thought is, we should put them all in the same cage in, case, in case two case. other people Just show in up. in case other people show up. I guess. Also, if you're if we're going for an economy of cages, <laughs> why don't you put Lance and the park ranger in the same in cage? In the same cage. Also, then they could, like, have that, like, weird vibe tension. Yeah. <laughs> Because there totally is, like, some weird vibe tension, but they never really pay that off. Um, and, and you know, that would be good. And then when the sheriff shows up, like she then, said that he's going to, you right. have a free cage. Then you have a free cage. Plan ahead, people. Plan and, ahead. Or don't. Either way, the behavior is inconsistent. I feel like either one would have been a better choice. Yeah. Like, I don't understand the logic behind what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so they... They have everybody in cages and... And they have Woody in a cage. Woody's in a cage in a the middle. A much smaller on cage. On the camera. Yeah. Which, he's a, he's like in a iron rebar bird cage. Right. And so Lance starts rocking his cage and they're like, you can't get out of there. It's designed for bears. There's no way. Granted, it is locked with a like dollar's door padlock. Like, I, I feel... Mean, I've never seen a padlock at a dollar store, but I know what you mean. Like, it is... <laughs> it... it like there's, I feel like they had to find some without names on them, and like mm -hmm. the nice locks all have names bossed and engraved, and it, yeah, the, whatever. But it looks cheap and chintzy, and it click. You it's know. also like the same one that like pirates use. It's like the same like pirate. Padlock. Now this one's kind of modern. It's yeah. definitely not quite the like, like the shackle Scooby Doo, <laughs> like padlock, but it's. It's a, it's a standard issue, but at the same time, it just looks cheap, cheap and chintzy. Mm -hmm. It's, like, super tiny. Like, it barely goes through the, the latch. Yeah. So he's But he's rocking this thing, and he ends up rocking his thing over on top of Woody's cage. Yeah, into Woody's cage. And he's able to reach through the bars and open Woody's cage, which apparently they didn't spring for the lock for that half. It was half. locked on the inside? No, he can reach... He can reach his hand out of his cage oh, onto the to top unlock. of Woody's cage to unlatch it and open it. Because it's not locked. They locked the kids' cages. They locked the, the adult cages. But they cages. didn't lock this they crazy bird's cage? cage? Woody's cage. 
so that he could be released, which he is then released, and Woody terrorizes the um, the poachers. Right. As he's terrorizing the poachers, the cops pull out, and the poachers b- hightail it out the back. Right. And they're running for Canada. Right. It's important to note here that Canada is a runaway. Like, you, you can run to Canada from wherever the fuck they are. Right. Which, sure, that's Washington. Maybe it's like three miles. But, not only that, the border is completely unprotected. Right. It is actually a bridge. A, like, wooden bridge. Oh, like, Welcome to Canada wooden with bridge. With a Welcome to Canada sign over one end. <laughs> this thing looks They're like... They're like, come if you want. It, it is an ambitious Eagle Scout project at best. Right, Like, right. it is not a high-tech bridge uh-huh. it doesn't look super great i did like not a, a, a not a quantitative google i will right. say this right but you did a google the border of washington is and canada it's a straight fucking line right at no point does it follow a creek okay there are a couple creeks that cross it and mm-hmm. kind of meander around it but that doesn't matter right. like there's like, we really, drew a straight line there's really no point where the creek would be the border. Mm-hmm. Like, it just would be incidental. At best, you would be going, like, crossways across the border and the creek and end up in Canada. But even then, there's not a lot of those. I have no idea where this is other than generic <laughs> Washington. Washington Canada border. Yeah, and so I whatever. mean, I don't know. Maybe the Washington Canada border doesn't have a lot of uh, border infrastructure. Famously, our border with Canada is very poor. It's very loose because we did not take the warning of Canadian bacon seriously. Right, right. It is, um, it is a threat we live with that one day we will be invaded by the Great White North. I mean, they're real nice. They have great donuts. Like. I'm not not here for it. (laughs) Could they just take Michigan? I don't know. Like, there was... I've only been to Canada once, and they asked me a lot of questions. (laughs) Yes. They're very interested. I I went there for work, and they were very interested about what I was doing. Yeah, like, why are you coming to Canada? A foreign country. Why why can't a Canadian do the job you do? I'm like, there are three people on the planet that can do the job I do. Mm -hmm. None of them are Canadian. Well, why can't you do it from the United States? We tried that. Right. They wanted me here. Here's my letter that's like, please come to Canada and fix this. Yeah, we got some problems. And then they found out I was going to a school. He's like, oh, that's where I graduated from. Come on in. <laughs> and I was just like, that's all I had to say? Like, I'm going to a school where you graduated. Yeah. I'm like, oh, cool. Also, apparently the school. Say hi to Mrs. Forrester. Apparently <laughs> like... the college I was working for. The highest you can expect to get to is, like, guy behind the counter at the customs. So, whatever. I'm sure it's not the highest. Nah, probably not the highest. But and anyway. I'm sure there are doctors and lawyers and other fancy people who graduated from there. But you just happened to meet a guy at the border. I was like, that was really easy. Anyway, so, yeah, so they crossed. Mine was like, have you ever been to Canada before? And I was like, no. And they're like, why the fuck not? <laughs> I'm like, we're amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I was like, oh. Well, I watched Woody Woodpecker. I... <laughs> several seasons of Smallville. They were like almost angry at me that All I the was off like squad? 37 and had never been to Canada. They were like, really? Really? Uh, <laughs> honestly. I don't know why we bother. Right. 
They were a little a little put out. <laughs> I also have to say this, like Canada what is it like 90% of their population lives in within an hour's drive of the American border. Right, cuz the rest is just like frozen hostile wasteland. So, yeah, so cold. And so for them everybody goes to America. Everybody's been to America cuz it's only an hour away. Right. For us it's like no I, it's like six hours from our house. Like, right, and we're like fairly close to Canada in like, comparison to not a thing much of America. Do. Like that was when when we were talking, um, when we were talking with some Europeans when we were working in China, and they're like, "Why do Americans never leave America?" I'm like, "America's fucking huge. It's so big, you guys. Do you understand how freaking large it's, it's America so is? Big. And we have everything you need. You want mountains, you want desert, you want ocean, you want ocean with beach, you want ocean with rocks, I mean, you want cold ocean. Also, like, we rotate who we're not on good terms with, so sometimes it's real hard to get a visa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, you know, there's just, and, and, like, going to Europe is, like, a thing. A big deal. Like, you don't just pop to another country. Right. In America. So. You can't you accidentally chill. drive to another country. And also, like, everybody in my country speaks my language, more or less. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's really easy. They take my money. They speak my language. I don't need a passport or visa. Yeah. It's yeah. easy peasy. Domestic travel's where it's at, baby. We even have Hawaii, if you're really adventurous. Or right. Alaska, if you want to get cold. Like, there's nothing. Anyway. <laughs> but they're yeah. running into it's- Canada across a wooden bridge. With a Welcome to Canada sign when Woody shows up to stop them. Right, to terrorize them. And he drills a comic you know, a comic book hole mm-hmm. underneath them with his beak. Uh-huh. And they, they fall, fall through, through the, the bottom bridge. of the bridge. Into the creek? Yeah. How far do they fall? Oh, it's like twenty feet. And oh, it's fuck. like it's like a rocky chasm. Like <laughs> So like certain death. <laughs> at least serious maiming. They are wearing like a ton of like flannel and fur, so mm-hmm. they're going to get waterlogged real right. fast. They're dressed like nineteen, like well, and like you could see your breath, like you could see right. their breath when they were on the bridge. Seventeen hundreds fur trappers, yeah, like. but like a little more redneck. And so those guys are dead. We never see them again. They don't ever like no look back well, when you're like, no, they're in jail. No, because we pick them up, like. Because, you know, they have the moment where Lance gets his kids out somehow. I guess the cops brought bolt cutters, I guess. And like, you're safe now. And they let him out. And they're just back down. Like, after this whole thing, there's really no closure to that. The next right, scene. At no point did, like, uh, Jill or Lyle's, like, parents come. And they're like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> no. Like, the next scene is back at the construction site. Right. Where they're starting again. Again. Well, no. They're finishing again. Uh-huh. They've built a smaller house. Oh, like, they're finishing. Yeah, they're finishing a rusted cabin. Mm-hmm. And Samantha shows up. And I thought they were starting again. I think, no. I thought they, they were done. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Because they had already built Woody's uh-huh. um, birdhouse. They built Woody's bird, But honestly, it's it. a very childy, tiny birdhouse. Like, it's a dollhouse like, with a That's like three days, door. max. Yeah. Max, if you like kit it the fuck out. Fair. But <laughs> you can get it done pretty fast. But so they, they built themselves a little house that's gonna be their house. It's just mm-hmm. enough for the two of them. 
Right. It doesn't cut down all the old growth trees. Yeah. It doesn't cut down all the old growth trees. Yeah. And maybe the three of them because Samantha's there and there's some like little hints of chemistry. Right. There's some vibes. And they're like, yeah, this will be good. And scene. Right. You're just like, what? And Woody is happy that he has his tree again. Right. And a family. Right. Because all his family is dead. Yeah. And also, like, oh, in the end, like, in that end kind of scene, the mom calls. is like, hey, good news. I can take the kid. Mm-hmm. And, and Lance is like, no, it's all right. I got him. Like, right. I'm his dad. He should stay here with me. Like, you worry about your dad. Right. And, and I'll, be, I'll be here with him when you're ready. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's very kind of you. He's like, eh, you know. Yeah, I kind of like him. You're like, well, you should like him because he's a fucking great kid. <laughs> like, yeah, he's actually a really good kid. And he is, you're an idiot and an asshole and pretentious snob. But, hey, your kid turned out okay, so be right. glad. So, but, yeah. It's just, like, I don't know. Just the ending is very unsatisfactory. <laughs> you mean the poachers falling to their eminent death in a cartoon, like, hole punched out by mm-hmm. a woodpecker is unsatisfactory? Well we, well, we already established that Woody was homicidal, so, oh, I mean, truly. that's kind of thing. But, like, I really wanted more tidying up with, like, Samantha and okay. Lance, even though it's super like, cliche. And also, like, the, yeah. the boy and his guitar girl. Yeah, boy and guitar girl never was really addressed after that. Mm-hmm. Like, everything just kind of hangs, and they're just like, oh, it looks like we ran out of budget. It's complicated. Let's move on. Right. So what do we learn from this movie? Oof. Um. Choose your last projects carefully. Or choose your projects carefully, because you never know what one may be your last. That's true. And this was almost Timothy Orbitson's last thing. Yeah. Did he do something else? Did you double Well, he's him? done the psych movies now. Oh, okay. So he's he's doing all right. Um, so he's doing he's doing well, some close work. Well, who did we talk about their last project was complete bullshit? Orson Welles' yes. last, <laughs> last project <laughs> is Transformers, the movie. <laughs> really? Sometimes really? you just need the, the check to cash, you know, like. Sometimes you do. Also, completely unrelated, mm-hmm. Orson Welles once did a commercial for a game called Dark Tower. It's Dark a board game. Tower. A board Dark game. Tower. Um, they are rebooting it on Kickstarter. Oof. But um, one of the jokes they made was they were unable to get Orson Welles to come back for the narration for their commercial. Right, because he's a real diva. Yeah, and also dead. Very dead. But also diva. <laughs> Mostly dead. He would have done anything for a paycheck, but dead. Um, let me see, what else do we learn? Uh, endangered species sometimes should be let go. I don't think the world would be any worse for the lack of the woody woodpecker. I mean, woodpeckers in general, fine. But, like, the woody woodpecker, like, the, (laughs) like, mm. Oh, do that again. (laughs) Thanks. Are you sure? (laughs) That was fantastic. Was it? I don't think it was. Time will tell. But, yes. That, like, a terrible, annoying laugh. Like, if it was just the woodpecker sound, I'm like, whatever. But if you, like, also have this, like, terrible laugh and this, like, crazy voice. Honestly, I don't know what woodpeckers sound like naturally, so it's possible that's how they sound. They just sound like pounding. Well, I mean, they've got to have some sort of call, right? Yeah, but it doesn't sound like that. I don't know. We'll have to Google it. Probably worth the Google. Yeah, I mean, no. I'm not not a birder. I'm not, I'm not really. Don't know anything. I don't think to, they're called birders. I think they are. If you're a birder and you're listening to this podcast, they're not a birder. 
None of my friends are birders because there are no birders. Bird watcher? <laughs> Aviation enthusiast? I mean, I feel like... No, that's a different thing. Maybe. But, anyway. but um, yeah. <laughs> what else uh, What else did we learn? Anything at all? Um, Complications of human relationships and father, sh- sons, fiancés, yeah, park yeah. rangers? You, if you're relationship with your son is already rocky and you're forced to take him uh for the summer maybe like super um isolated woods is with homicidal birds is not your best bet or it is or it is because it seems to have worked out they grew together i mean you lost the fiance but honestly she needed to go is your best bet maybe it is your best bet so do that. Maybe they should set up like family camp. <laughs> Where Woody the Woodpecker will camp. come and terrorize you until you all grow together in hate of him. So I just thought of the fact that you could pitch the sequel of like Summer Camp with Woody Woodpecker. Summer Camp with Woody Woodpecker and, for troubled families. <laughs> and somewhere out there, Universal's gonna pick that up. Like You're welcome. Universal. I can I can get I could get that spec script to them. By the end of the week. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's just At like me. so, mu- so much slapstick. Yes. And also, yeah. yeah. So maybe they developed like some kind of like family, family uh, counseling yeah. with homicidal birds. Also live action films with computer generated cartoon sidekicks. Mm-hmm. They are apparently never going to die. There are so many of them. I was really hoping. So this is the weekend after Sonic Mm -hmm. the Hedgehog came out. Because it came out on Valentine's Day. Also, why? Why did it come out on Valentine's Day? Who says perfect Valentine's Day? Seeing a fucking terrifying version of a beloved... They did calm him down a little bit. He's not (laughs) as terrifying as he initially was. But still, there were... Beloved video game in which there were absolutely no character development. So we're like, we're gonna take these non characters where you basically just solve puzzles in these, you know. Yeah, it's a platformer. Right, right. In these with these like completely flat characters, and we're gonna real flesh that out. Like, people are real concerned about Sonic's motivation. So this is the moment where I have to say, first off, there are several cartoons Mm. that you can pull material from. Also, a couple of RPGs. And later in, like, the 2016 Sonic, uh, it was more of an RPG style. So there was a story, and we introduced some extra characters and some plot. Right, and some plot. And and I feel like maybe... some character development? Yeah, they did. Uh. Um, And I feel like maybe that makes me a bit of a nerd. (laughs) But also, I'm just uncomfortable with the... Folks that were like, let's go out, nice dinner, mm-hmm. Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog, the Mac to my place, if you know what I mean. Right. Wink because, nod. like, that whole series of events seems very uncomfortable to me. <laughs> I just don't, I'm not yeah, okay Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't. One of those things seems like it does not Valentine's well. Day is weird, because, like. Um, horror does really good at Valentine's Day. I want to say she said the word horror. Horror. Because that yeah, no, sounds like no, a different thing no, than you what you were horror. saying. Like uh, like blood guts scary slasher, movies slasher films. Yes. Uh, do really well. And, and then uh, also like rom coms, of course. And I don't even know if there like is a rom com 
out right now. I'm sure there is. If I'm we sure were actually is. watching if, movies like growing up, if we ups, paid attention, which we if do we not, didn't just watch Hulu and Netflix constantly, right? We might be aware of what's coming to theaters. We're not. not. We are not. Well, anyway, anyway, I'm saying like the alternate to the like cheesy schmaltzy romantic. Yeah, yeah. Like there is a big market for like that, mm-hmm. but I don't know that Sonic is that <laughs> either. It. it had a really good box office opening this weekend it actually took number one with a bullet it did really well have you heard of anyone who's watched it i have not heard anyone personally who's watched it but the reviews are it's actually not bad actually not bad like learn from detective pikachu Mm -hmm. to make a not bad animated comic book or video game movie okay detective pikachu i did not see but like hey ryan reynolds I did not mind the um, the trailer. No. On this, I saw the trailer, and I was like, the fuck is this? Well, I showed you the trailer. I was like, how drunk are you right now? And you're like, not enough. Not drunk enough. So, anyway. Anyway. So, well, that's, I don't all know. All that's a sidebar. All that's a sidebar. What did we learn from Woody the Woodpecker? Woodpeckers suck. Yeah, being annoying will prevail. I guess so. So, well, that's all I have for tonight, maybe. Same. So, do you have anything else you want to add? Any no. other asides about things? Anything you want to plug? Any other feelings you have about... We haven't talked about cats. No, um... Uh, I mean, fine. It, yeah, anyway. So, that's all I got. So... Same. Uh, good night, everyone out there. Yep. Please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly. <laughs>